Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. You are in for a treat. I am so excited to introduce this amazing spirit. The first time I met her, we instantly clicked because she has a heart of gold. Now we work together, cry together, grow together, and I'm so excited to share with you all the story of IFBB bikini professional Tiana Ray Wesselman. She will be giving you her tips and tricks on how she stays lean all year round and what it means to actually walk the walk and talk the talk. She will also be sharing a story that will simply touch your heart and how she was able to overcome this to achieve her IFBB professional card. Get ready to listen in and fall in love with Tiana. Hey, so I am so excited <laughs> that you decided to come on. Um, this you. is going to be so much fun, Tiana. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. I'm super pumped. Of course. So what I want to do, just like, because, uh, you know, some of our listeners know who you are, but not everyone knows who you are. And I want everyone to get to know who you are. So I'm going <laughs> to start off with a couple of what I like to call bikini hacks. And basically okay. what that is, is just like a series of questions to get to know you. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so girl, uh, where are you from? Um, I'm originally from Southern Illinois, a uh, super tiny town uh, named Mascuda. So yeah, it's, it's like, eh, maybe like 30 minutes away from St. Louis. So yeah. Okay. And if we were to Google you now, where would you be living currently? Uh, I live in Dallas, Texas. Dallas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's, there's so much of us bikini girls that are from Dallas, Texas. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There, I mean, there's so many girls here, um, that I'm like kind of intimidated cause there's so many people, but it's kind of cool because if you go into a gym somewhere, you don't feel like, you know, like an outcast, you know, bringing your gallon of water or being that person that like hogs a certain machine cause you really need it or something like that. So it's actually kind of cool cause everyone gets it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I agree. So, um, how many years have you been competing? Um, so this is kind of a tough question actually. So I've been somewhat like been doing this for about seven years. Um, but I took a huge, uh, three year break. Um, I started competing in 2012, um, and then, uh, stopped in 2013, then, stopped and then it didn't get back on stage till probably 2016, I think. And then 2017. So that was a big break. So I'm oh, curious yeah. to like learn more about that. But um, before <laughs> we're definitely going to go back to that um, as to why you took such a long break from competing. Um, okay. What is your favorite muscle group to work out and why? Ooh, man, that's always a tough question for me because sometimes I get so frustrated because I'm like, I want my glutes to grow. And I'm like, oh, no, I want my shoulders to grow. So, like, one week it's, you know, my favorite thing is glutes, and the next thing it's shoulders. Um, uh, my favorite muscle group. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to have to say back probably now because I've never had, like, a really good back um, as far as, like, muscle and – I feel like I've kind of reached that now and I'm like, I'll constantly like when I go to the bathroom, I'll like do a little like back check. Cause I'm like, heck yeah, I got it back now. So, um, so it used to be shoulders. It used to be glutes, but now I guess back cause I've never had one. And I feel like I finally developed a little bit of 
something back there. So it's kind of exciting. <laughs> awesome. So in other words, like when we go to your Instagram, we need to like check out your back and give you like some. Uh, hey. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I have one. I don't really post a lot just because I get kind of nervous about posting pictures. And then um, and then like I get nervous, like when I'm actually there at the gym or the bathroom, if I'm like trying to take a selfie and if someone walks by, I get so just like self-conscious. So I don't have a lot of pictures that I post, but you know, there, there's some when the gym's like pretty empty and I'm like, okay, I can take a picture. So <laughs> <laughs> gotcha girl. So speaking of gyms, like what is the coolest gym you have ever been to? Ooh, um, the coolest gym I've ever been to. Um, that's, that's a really tough question. I feel like I've moved so much. Um, the coolest gym. Honestly, I would probably say um, the gyms out here in Texas are pretty badass. Um, Destination Dallas, it's kind of like a hardcore gym, um, you know, it, it, and it's kind of like in a garage too. Um, and there's just so much motivation. Like everywhere you look, there's like a, either a pro bodybuilder or there's a pro someone and then they have all these pictures of like different athletes and they, they started to have like new equipment too. Um, and then ultra also some of the Metroflex uh, gyms here, um, like Branch Warren, like there's one uh, over in Arlington, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, they're just, they're so old school and just the vibes are just so like intense, like, you know, this is the lifestyle, you know, get your, you know, get your butt in there and do hard work. Um, and I mean, any Gold's Gym too, I kind of like, but the gyms here in Texas are pretty intense. So I'm going to say those. <laughs> nice. I see. I love a good gym. Like I love it when you can get in and everybody is, you, you know, you just feel so good because everybody's oh, like doing the same thing and no one's bothering you. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Absolutely. I mean, I remember when I first walked into uh, Destination Dallas, I was completely scared and so intimidated and, um, there was a, pr I couldn't get one of the, um, seats to like go down so I could do like a shoulder press or something. And I was struggling so bad and it was kind of embarrassing, but then a pro bodybuilder, uh, came over and helped me fix the chair and, you know, and then was just like, Hey, here you go. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know? So I don't know. I feel like at other gyms that doesn't really happen a whole lot, but you know, when other people are so like-minded, like you know, someone's just like there to help you out really quick. And then they just go back to doing what they're doing. So, so that was kind of cool to just be like, you know, you're in, you're out and you do your thing. So. Agreed. Love it. So really quickly, donuts or ice cream? Ice cream all the way. <laughs> Ooh, me too. Pizza, pizza yeah. or burgers? Um, burgers, burgers, definitely burgers. I would agree. Burgers and sweet potato fries, right? Oh yes, absolutely. And if you were to pick one, prepping, stage day, or post-show treats, what's your favorite? Um, that's tough, honestly. It, it really is um, because I do get excited for post-show treats, but sometimes I feel like, I don't know, I feel like my mindset um, during prep is sometimes I have a little bit and then I'm not, I don't feel as deprived to, you know, be like just focusing on the post-show stuff. Um, but, and when it comes to pre-stage, that was the question, right? Pre-stage food. Um, just like prepping, like what's your favorite, prepping. like throughout like the bikini, you know, series, like a lot of times, you know, some people really enjoy prepping and then some people are just like, you know, I just want to get on stage. That's my favorite part of bikini. And then other people are like, yeah. fuck everything. I'm just gonna freaking <laughs> chow down on some fucking treats. Cause I am starving. So, <laughs> okay, okay. That so yeah, yeah. Like, um, so what's like your favorite part of the journey? Okay. Um, this, okay. I totally get it now. So I'll be honest. I, I like the whole entire thing. Um, I, I do keep myself pretty relatively, you know, um, balanced throughout the year. So that way, if I really want to, you know, get a little bit more, you know, disciplined and strict on myself, I'm not that far off where I feel way more deprived than I should because, I have a sweet tooth and thanks to my grandma growing up, I was allowed to have two ice cream cones while jumping on the trampoline. So 
I blame her. <laughs> but um, I just I make sure that I I don't get myself to a point where I feel like the only thing I'm looking forward to is post show. I mean, yes, I get so excited to you know celebrate a little bit, but I feel like you can do that throughout your prep. You know, um, yeah, getting a little bit closer to the show. Yeah, you're gonna probably not be able to have as much, you know, a little bit of flexibility, but that's part of the game. You know, it's just the name of the game as far as, you know, dieting and, you know, conditioning and things like that. But I like it all. I really do just because it's, it's discipline. Um, it's motivating to me and it makes me feel invincible and it just makes me feel like, you know, like I'm a badass, you know, I feel like I can do all these things and I can, you know, have a little treat here and there to, you know, create or curve my sweet tooth. And, you know, if I want a burger or something like that, you know, I work my butt off to make sure I can do that. And it doesn't really affect me in a really negative way. Um, so, so yeah, so a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Awesome. I, I mean, I feel like you really spoke a lot about like balance and mindset and stuff. And that's a lot of things that I want to um, touch on with you. Cause I know that like, that's like a lot of the things that I see you, you know, you preach about, you really talk about how you're able to, um, you know, continue to keep those things at bay, like all year yeah. round. That's something I'd yeah. love to dive deeper into, but I have a few more questions I want to ask you in this bikini hat. Cause I, I love this. I feel like we're getting to know you so much more <laughs> and so better, especially about you and your grandma. That's great. <laughs> and your <Thank> treats. You. <laughs> love it. Yes. Yes. She, I mean, she would literally like, if my grandpa was sleeping, I mean, he'd be on the couch, like watching a show or something at like eight o'clock at night. And like, if grandma saw that there was no ice cream in the fridge, she would wake my grandpa up to make him go to the store and get ice cream. Like she had much, had, had like a big sweet tooth also, but I definitely get it from her because she had no chill with, you know, if there's no ice cream, oh, she's going to make someone go get some ice cream for her. So yeah. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what would you say that keeps you motivated? Um, life. Life in general, I think. Um, I mean, and when I say that, I mean, shoot. Um, when something doesn't go your way, um, like finances, for example, um, when family stuff happens, um, when death happens, you know, um, you can't control it. You really can't. Um, and what motivates me is to, you know, yeah, of course I have days where I just, you know, want to give up and, you know, I, I don't have a hundred percent day, but you know, knowing that I'm just, I'm here and I'm breathing and I'm healthy and I can take control of what I do that's motivation enough for me. You know, if I have the power to make a better decision or, you know, when I'm, you know, at an all time low or something like that, it takes a lot to just, you know, build that courage up and just to go do it. Um, and in my own experience, when things haven't gone my way and I would just not make the best decision, it would make me feel worse. You know, it would make me feel even more defeated and not motivated anymore. And I hated that feeling. It felt so just, I don't know, it was, it felt so gross to me. And I was like, I don't want to feel that ever again. So stop feeling sorry for yourself and just, you know, take control of everything that you do. And you can't blame anybody else for a bad choice that you make on your own. You know, you only have one life. So you might as well just do everything that you can to just make the best out of it and just try to motivate yourself out of any situation as possible. You know, it's the only thing that is going to keep you positive and happy is just trying to just make the best out of any situation that you're in. And that is life, you know, so you can't, you can't do a lot about it sometimes, but you can control your actions. And that is what motivates me. Wow. I love that. I just, I love talking to you. Like there's just, I, I'm like getting like chills right now because I just feel like you just have so much wisdom and you've learned so much. And I feel like a lot of this has to do with like your journey through competing and, you know, being a, an IFBB, um, 
you know, bikini professional. I think there's just so much that, you know, goes on in life and so many things that you learn, um, going through this journey. And I, I feel like I feel your strength. I feel your, (laughs) I feel everything that you're throwing out right now. And it's, it's just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. So why do you compete? Um, I compete because I am naturally a very competitive person. I just really, really am. Um, I, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing sometimes. Like, you know, I went over to, you know, my boyfriend's family's um, over the Christmas and we were playing a card game and I was getting so mad that I wasn't winning or I didn't understand it or I wasn't, you know, doing good at it. And it's, you know, now looking back, it's like hilarious and embarrassing, but I just, I can't help it. You know, I want to win or I just, I want to be better. I mean, not necessarily better than any, everybody in like a a bad way, but I just, you know, like, I mean, if I play video games, if I'm not winning, I'm like, Oh, like I get so mad. Um, or I mean, and then growing up too, um, you know, growing up, my family, we never really had like a lot of money or we were constantly moving because my dad was in the Air Force um, for the majority of like um, half of my younger years. So I wasn't allowed to or I don't want to say allowed, but we just couldn't afford it to be in sports. And, you know, I was always outside um, doing something or flipping my body through the air and or just, you know, one year we lived and it was just a bunch of boys that, you know, skateboarded and I'm like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. So of course I had my, you know, skateboarding days or I had my volleyball days and track days and then soccer days, like, you know, and I just, you know, you got to just make the best out of it. So once I got older in college and, um, I was a, a gymnastics and a cheerleading coach. And then when, you know, I heard about bodybuilding and, you know, bikini girls, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I want to do that so bad. Um, cause just cause it's, it's competitive. It's, you know, it's you yourself, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's hard. It's really hard too. So I think that was another reason why I really liked it. Um, just cause you know, nothing worth having is easy. And I think that was another reason why I really liked competing is cause it was really hard and, you know, it's not for everybody, which is not a bad thing, but, um, so I just, I liked it. I liked the competitiveness and that's why I still compete just cause I'm, I'm really competitive. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to watch out from, <laughs> watch out with you <laughs> next time we're on stage together. I'm going to be like, Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, not like that. I'm a good, you know, I mean, there's some days when of course I want to cry, but I'll go do that at home. But no, I've always definitely showed good sportsmanship and things like that. Otherwise my dad would probably kill me. So, so I want, I want you to bring us back to like how your fitness journey began. I know you kind of touched on it a little bit here, but really like, take us back to that time where you decided like, hell yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do a bikini show. Like, what was that like? Like, what was, bring us back to that time. Okay. Um, all right. So I definitely have not talked about this in a really long time. So if I tear up or anything like that, um, so I started my fitness, um, when I was 20 years old, um, I, was a junior in college, um, where I went uh, to Southern Illinois university, Carbondale, And I met a boy and he was a bodybuilder. Uh, he was also an engineer student, um, at the university I went to also. So he wasn't just some random. Um, but the school actually organized a bodybuilding show every year. And when I somewhat met him the year previously, he won it. And then the following year, um, is when I actually like really got to know him and we started dating. So, Um, so as we got a little bit more serious, I went to an actual, like an NPC show with him and, you know, I didn't, I didn't think much of it. You know, I, I watched him, you know, diet and do the schooling at the same time. Like I, I watched everything. And when I saw him up on stage, um, I was just like, wow, that's so incredible. Like, you know, with what food and water does and like this whole entire process. And then all of a sudden, I saw these bikini girls and I was like, what the, I was like, what? like, I want to do that. That looks so much fun. And it's, you know, it's beautiful. It's so pretty. Um, you know, cause I used to be a competitive cheerleader and at the time I was, um, currently coaching gymnastics and all-star cheer. So I was like, you know, shoot, like 
I would love to, you know, work towards something again. I miss the competitive edge of doing something. And so I told my boyfriend, Ryan, at the time to help me get ready for the show. And so we did. Um, so a couple months later after Christmas, um, I started my first prep in 2012, um, for the Mr. and Mrs. SIU bodybuilding show and I'd won. So I was super excited. Yay. I was on nine. Yeah. Super <laughs> Yay. Um, and it was kind of like a quick warm up um, because I was like, well, I really want to like do this for real. You know, like I want to get on an NPC show stage where, you know, there's a lot more other girls and like the competition is harder to really see where what I can do. Um, so I finally did my first show, which was like um, the weekend before my my 21st birthday. So it was kind of cool. Um, and I placed third. So I was like, okay, not too bad. Um, and then later that year, I did another show, got second. Um, then I did nationals, but it, that should have not happened. I just wanted to do it because everyone said to do it. But I was like, okay, sure. Um, but then so getting after or getting feedback um, from the judges, I was just, you know, I was super tiny. Um, but I was excited to actually build and really live to see what my body would look like in the next couple months and going into, um, 2013. So, um, okay. So, um, so in 2013, I was, um, I was a senior of college and, um, unfortunately, uh, in March of 2013, uh, my boyfriend at the time passed away in a really bad car accident. And, um, I kind of lost myself after that, you know, um, I was 21 years old. I was a senior in college about to graduate in a couple months. Um, we did in fact live together. Um, and he was not only my boyfriend, but, um, he was my coach, you know, he was my best friend. He was my mentor. He was everything, you know, he was the person to tell me how it is and, to, you know, how it's straight up about the lifestyle and what it actually took to be successful. Um, I mean, I remember him saying, like, this is all on you. Nobody else, you know, you can't rely on other people to do the work for you. You know, you just, you can't rely on other people when stuff gets hard. Um, if this is what you want, it's going to take everything you got and then some, you know. So so imagine living with your coach, you know, so I could never sneak a cookie or anything like that. Like, it was just straight up all the time discipline, you know, which wasn't a bad thing. You know, I was just on top of it all the time. So I just constantly felt like a badass, you know, so it kind of like helped me, um, you know, later. Um, but when he passed away, it was, it was very quiet. Um, it was really empty and I felt like I didn't even know where to pick up next, honestly. Um, I remember him yelling, um, like he had to make sure he was in front row at all at both of my shows and stuff and just yelling as hard as he could just so I could be calm and not be so scared or anything like that. So I can't imagine, you know, stepping on another stage without that, you know. Um, but, you know, I was I was two months away uh, from graduation. And at the time I was actually three months out from, uh, 2013 junior nationals. So mm -hmm. the only thing I could really do on my own, um, was at least to just focus on, um, graduating and just to try to hold everything in and just to be strong. Cause that's the only thing I thought was right. Um, I felt like I wasn't allowed to be upset at the time. Um, and that I just needed to keep going to the gym because I knew that's where he would have wanted me to be. Um, but getting back on stage without him was tough to think about. And so I took three years off because, wow. yeah, before I jumped back on stage again, you know, I needed to grow. I needed a lot of time to heal um, before I could do it again without him. And still to this day, it's, it's pretty hard. Um, I earned my pro card at the show that I was prepping with him and for the show to be in Chicago too, because that's where he's from and I'm from Southern Illinois, it just, there was just so much involved in that show and that prep and the emotions and things like that. I mean, I didn't show any emotion when I won. I mean, it, it hit me so hard that I just like, I felt blank and 
later it hit me so much harder where I was just bawling my eyes out. But, um, you know, when life happens, you know, it, it, it sucks. It really does. You know, it takes you back a little bit, but when you get back on stage, like, or do anything in life, you know, it just, it just makes you come back a lot stronger. So, so yeah. That's, well, that's a beautiful story. Um, I'm really sorry for your loss. And I'm sure there's a lot of us out here that have lost um, someone that we deeply love and someone that we yeah. deeply cherish. And yeah. I think that that's amazing that you were able to even get back on the stage. I feel like there's a lot of girls that something drastic happens and a lot of time they take time, they take years off and then they think, well, I took all this time off. I'm, I'm done. Um, but yeah. you are a good example as to why, like, you're, it, it, there's no such thing as done. Like you can start whenever, you know, age yeah. is not a factor. You can put, you know, hold off, take some time to grow, take some time to breathe, take some time to, you know, get through your life. And then after you've done that, um, you know, go back to what you really want to do in life and, and keep, Absolutely. keep moving forward. So, um, so you turned pro at, um, junior Nats, correct? So bring us back to that moment yes. when you turned pro. Cause you said you, <laughs> you didn't show any emotion. Did you feel like, um, your ex was there like, kind of like as a guardian angel, like watching over you, helping you through every moment, like, um, take us back to that time. Um, yes, like tremendously. Yes. Um, and because, and I mean, it, it's kind of crazy to ex explain, um, but I, I, um, I mean, I getting back on stage was hard enough, honestly, and um, and when I finally did, and um, so I mean, before I kind of jump into junior nationals and winning, um, I had I hadn't even had won my first NPC show yet. Um, and then once I finally did win my first NPC show, like stepping back on stage after he had passed, um, you know, music, you know, you never like for bikini, you know, we don't, we don't have any say in what type of music is being played or anything like that, you know, at the shows and especially like in the night show when you're just doing your posing routine before awards and, um, and for a while, you know, I, I'd felt empty and lost and just like, you know, I, if he wasn't with me or I don't know, you know, so, but this certain show that I finally won, um, in 2000, end of 2016, um, I won my first NPC show and the song that played was Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. And that song had came out like right around when he passed away and I played that song so many times like it's I mean it, I play it so many times just because to me that's my song when I do feel alone and when I feel weak at the gym I turn that song on and it just reminds me of seeing his hard work and just you know it, it just it just brings me happiness knowing to just you got to be strong and just listening to the lyrics and stuff so when that song played as I was giving my posing routine and then they announced me first place was like, that's when I was like, he is with me. Like I've never in my life have ever experienced something so just, you know, like that. And from that point on, I was like, okay, yep, he's with me. He wants me to, you know, be strong and do this and just keep going. So so that really set the pace going into 2017 prep, going into junior nationals. And um, I mean, it set the pace with, you know, like going harder in the gym. I was sprinting my butt off. Like I, I had never even put sprints into my prep before, but I was like, no, like I need to do something different. Like I, I need to just, you know, work harder. I don't really know. Um, you know, I was constantly wearing like, to like, I was wearing like leggings, sweatpants, long sleeve shirt, you know, a sweatshirt, you know, doing everything I can to just feel like more of an athlete and more motivated to get through all of my workouts, sitting in the sauna, even though I hate the sauna, um, just really like giving it my all for um, junior nationals because I, you know, wasn't going to do this show because of just so much of emotions involved in it. Um, but I was like, no, like he would have hated that. Like, I can't do that, you know? So, um, 
even with picking my suit, um, my current boyfriend, he helped me, um, you know, decide on a color and, um, with like Photoshop, we kind of just played with the color wheel and, um, just so happens that, you know, we picked a blue and it looked really good. And back in the day, um, you know, (laughs) Ryan was always like championship blue, you know, that's, that's the best color, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, right. So I changed my colors. And then the next thing I know, you know, I, in a blue suit on stage, I win and win my pro card. And I'm just like, holy crap, you know, I mean, I just, the emotions were crazy. I was, I was super happy. I felt like I really didn't even, wasn't prepped just because I was just so focused and just happy in general. Um, and then when I got on stage, I just, you know, there was other things that I was so focused on just because I was so happy that I just, I felt like this is where I need to be. And I'm just happy. I could not stop smiling. Um, so when I was even looking at the judges, I wasn't even nervous. Um, you know, of course I had butterflies cause I was so happy, but it just, it just felt right. Um, and then winning like, whew, um, no words, no, seriously, no words. Um, I did not even know how to get any emotion out. I mean, after the stage, I jumped on my boyfriend I jumped on my coach cause I was like, holy crap, like this is actually real and stuff. And yeah, it was probably one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> well, I just, I feel like I just went through that entire experience <laughs> with you. I'm like imagining you up on that stage and you're champion blue, feeling like a total yeah. badass, thinking of the time where, you know, you had your personal trainer yelling at you, yeah. you know, <laughs> telling you what to do. Like, oh my God, that's amazing that you know, you were able to officially become a IFB bikini pro. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a really cool feeling. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Um, so after you turn pro, like what happened next? I mean, what, what, um, what are you doing now? Um, so after I turned pro, I was, um, I, I really wanted to jump on stage, like, right up, like right off the bat, right away. I didn't want to wait. Um, but you know, sometimes things in life are just like, Nope, you got to wait. So, um, you know, with finances, things like that, it just, it just didn't work out. So, um, so, so now, um, and I've had to, you know, I've worked up to it. Um, I'm now officially, um, a full-time, uh, coach for team boss bodies, our team. And, um, and so I do, uh, competition girls like, uh, NPC that are just kind of starting out, um, like, you know, entry level. Um, and then I do lifestyle, um, lifestyle stuff. Um, and I love it. Um, to me, it definitely holds me to a certain standard of, you know, um, responsibility as far as, you know, I'm, I got to walk the walk to talk the talk, things like that. So, so I do like that. And it also helps me, um, you know, share, share my knowledge and share my passion and how to handle certain situations when life doesn't go your way and how you can do better at it with just, taking a chill pill and just relax, you know, a little bit because it's going to be okay. Um, and just to kind of share a little bit of, you know, my philosophy, I guess, with, um, competing and, you know, how to, once shit hits the fan in life, you know, how you can still, you know, um, stay motivated, um, year round because it's all about health, you know, it definitely is about your health. And, um, that's something I've definitely, have been focusing on a hundred percent, um, because I haven't been able to jump on stage right away, um, to make my pro debut. So, you know, I set a goal for myself to just, you know, focus on, you know, physique off season, um, and keep it to a high standard, even if you're, if you are competing or not. And, um, and just to kind of really show that to, uh, my, my current clients, that's definitely been the thing that I've been doing as of, um, as this whole entire year. So, wow. So it seems like you're an extremely amazing role model. 
um, to all of the girls, you know, letting them know you're experiencing your experiences. It doesn't seem like you're afraid to share with them, you know, the things that you've gone through to keep them motivated. And it seems like you've had such a miraculous, you know, journey, like all the things that you've been through and, you know, all of the victories that you've or obstacles that you've been able to overcome, Mm -hmm. um, has been amazing. And you've been able to really, um, you know, share that with the girls that you coach now and, you know, spread the love, which is amazing. I know you, you mentioned like walking the walk and talking the talk. So (laughs) what exactly does that mean? I mean, I know you're an IFBB bikini professional. Now I know that you're coaching other girls. So what Mm -hmm. does it mean to walk the walk and talk the talk? Um, so what it means is the best example I could come up with. And as of recently is when I think of athletes, the first thing I think of, I think of football players, I think of NFL and I think of NBA, I think of, you know, I think of those major athletes, you know, why are they where they are today? You know, they walk the walk and they talk the talk year round. They don't have time to, you know, do whatever they want, essentially, when it comes to their bodies, when it comes to their health, they have to be on it for the following season. Because if they're not on it, either their paycheck, or they're going to get traded, or something is going to be affected in their life, you know. So to me, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not a football player, obviously. I'm not a basketball player. But, you know, I wanted to keep that same standard where if I want someone to, if I expect someone to follow a certain diet or a training plan or things like that, and I don't do it myself, you know, then what am I doing? You know, um, if I don't follow the same, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word, but, you know, if I don't follow that same you know, um, if you're not following that, that regimen, how do you expect yeah. the people that you're, you know, that you're coaching to follow the regimen, <laughs> exactly, like eat exactly. vegetables yeah. because they're healthy for you, but I'm not yeah. eating vegetables. Like <laughs> I completely understand. And I think you're doing a beautiful job. Um, exactly. a lot of us look up to you. Um, we've noticed that like, and this is, this is amazing because this is something that a lot of people have a hard time with. I know I struggle with it. And, um, and that's why I I love, (laughs) I love following you because, you know, there's so many things that I feel like I've learned and I know all of us can learn. And I, I really would love for you to share some of your methods as to how you're able to stay on track year round. Um, honestly, um, and I wasn't good at this in the beginning. Like I'm, I was not perfect in the beginning. There were times where I just, you know, wasn't on, but you know, I definitely made a goal of, no, this needs to, I need to take control of myself. Um, but, um, I mean, methods, tips, um, is just having respect for yourself. You know, if you can put yourself through some hell trying to get on stage and get super lean and tiny and things like that, you know, um, you you should hold yourself to the same respect and how you treat yourself year round, you know, um, So, so that's what it is. Number one is, you know, just having that respect for yourself. You know, when you run out of goals, when you run out of, you know, a deadline, like I'm doing a certain show and then after what's going to happen, you know, I think it's important to make active goals past that, you know? And for me, mine was always like maintain my body after a show, maintain my body after a show. And, um, you know, and of course it's hard. It's definitely hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Um, because when you're not expected to look a certain way to step on stage, like, yeah, you know, you, you got a little bit more wiggle room. You, you don't have to be as disciplined, but, um, if, you know, it also kind of goes with coaching, you know, like who coaches you to get up there? You know, it depends on how much, you know, has, food been taken out of your, you know, diet already, you know, and you feel like you have to binge. So the best thing that I've, um, learned is that, you know, maintaining a really healthy relationship with food during prep and then after it, you know, yes, you know, enjoy yourself that weekend, but really jumping on it, like as if 
nothing happened, you know. Um, if you go out to a restaurant, you know, I've served so much in so many different restaurants and the things that I've had to change for people because they have allergies or they're gluten-free or they're this or they're that and they can't eat this and this. Like, I will tell you that every single restaurant will make your food how you want it. You just have to ask. And it's so annoying from personal experience because I'm like, if this person's food is not perfect, I'm not going to get a tip, you know? So everything has to be done right. But they can do that. You know, any single restaurant can make food how you want it. You just have to ask, you know, you just have to kind of think outside of the box a little bit. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to training and, and cardio, you know, still implementing, um, I mean, I wouldn't say five days a week, the crazy cardio you would probably do for a show, but cutting it back by doing three times a week instead. Um, you know, um, doing stuff to keep you, feeling motivated and cute, um, like going out and so you can wear your cute outfits while you're still, you know, small and tiny and, you know, you look great. And when you look great, you, you feel great and you have this great attitude and you want to keep doing it. So just putting yourself in situations that you're just, you're constantly active, um, going to, you know, events, um, you know, it doesn't even have to be like really fitness events. I mean, it does help like you know, going to expos and shows. Um, there's tons of expos, you know, Arizona, Dallas, the, um, the Olympia, the, you know, the, um, Arnold, you know, there's so many things that you can like really go to, um, and just network and meet people. Um, so I think that's been the best thing that has helped me is just staying busy. And just cause I'm not doing a show, it doesn't mean I can get lazy, you know, um, just doing what you can. And of course, having a few, treats here and there. I mean, I know I get cookies all the time. Um, from, if you follow me on Instagram from Karma's Creations, um, my friend, uh, Candace, her cookies are so freaking good. Like it's so hard to not eat them. So I just make sure that if I do have one of her cookies, you know, I have a really good week. Um, you know, I supplement those things, um, that I can do it. And so I don't feel guilty about it. Um, uh, as far as drinking goes, I used to be able to drink beer, but now if I have one beer, it'll fill me up and I would rather have food instead of a beer. Um, so if I drink, I'll have vodka and I'll bring crystal light packets because I really am like a super girl. Like I like those fruity drinks, but sugar, you know, that's not the best thing ever. And I have really sensitive skin. So any type of really high sugary foods anyways makes me break out. But you know, if you want to be social, you, everyone's drinking. So you want to kind of at least have a drink in your hand, vodka and water, you know, I mean, it's doesn't taste very well, you know, just by itself, but you know, bring some of those crystal light packets and you know, you've got your, your own little, you know, fruity drink, um, stuff like that. Um, I love love that. I love all of these tips. (laughs) I just want to like recap. So I really love the one where you said, respect your body. Like I feel like a lot of us have a hard time, um, loving ourselves and realizing that we are valuable and, um, you know, we are worthy of ourselves Mm -hmm. and knowing that, um, when you, when you respect your body, um, mm-hmm. by nurturing it and giving it really good food, um, and showing your body that you love your body, you know, you can, you can do that every day. You can do that year round and, and you can, um, stay in shape that way. The other one you said was, um, restaurants, don't be afraid to ask. I think that's uh, yeah. a wonderful tip because I can't yeah. believe I, so many times you go to a restaurant, you want to, you know, say like, Oh, can you see my broccoli and don't add butter? But you just feel so like, you feel bad. Ah, yeah, you feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, and the only reason why I feel so comfortable, you know, saying that is because I used to be the server. You know, I've served at so many different types of restaurants, from country restaurants to just regular Buffalo Wild Wing type bar uh, restaurants, um, steakhouse, you know, like Del Frisco type um, restaurants, um, to just super chill. Like it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because the goal is to make these people happy and all the waitresses and waiters, all they want, they just want a big giant tip. So if you, if they get your order right, 
you know, give them a good tip. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. At the end of the day, they really don't care about you. You know, they don't care, you know, if you're snotty. They don't care. They're still going to make sure everything is right because they just want to tip. That is all the people that wait on tables. That's all they want. So don't be afraid to, you know, ask for modifications in food because all these people want is a tip. So just give them a fat tip. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then you also said, um, you know, when you go out, make sure you stay active. So like, there's a lot of events, um, year round, um, conventions. I would highly recommend like going online, looking at conventions, um, you know, going out with your friends, um, Mm -hmm. constantly in bathing suits and stuff. So you're constantly staying motivated. Can, is there ever a time that you were not on track? Like you just kind of fell off and you felt uncomfortable and maybe this prevented you from doing all the tips that you listed before. Oh yes, absolutely. And a hundred percent. Um, I, um, what year was it? It was, so, so I competed in, um, at the Arnold classic in 2016. Um, and after that prep, um, I had some really, just really, really bad, um, stuff going on. And so I had to move and I was super depressed. I was not ready to move and I lost routine. I wasn't happy. I was stressed out because I was so broke. Like I'm still like, fixing things from that. And, um, which is okay because it's life, you know, you learn, you get over it and you just move on. Um, but, um, so that whole entire summer of 2016, I was, I was very, very unhappy. Um, and I was super stressed that I didn't do anything a whole year of just being sad and depressed and hiding myself. And, you know, I mean, I would, during, you know, June, July or whatever, when it's super hot, I was still wearing long sleeve shirts, like thick long sleeve shirts and pants. And it was, it was awful. You know, I, I was, I, I broke out so bad. I mean, cause it didn't help that I was like constantly crying and like wiping my hands on my face. Um, but I would go days where I wouldn't either eat or I would eat and too much, or I wouldn't even go to the gym because I was just that depressed. And it was probably the worst feeling ever. You know, you you go from a high of feeling so proud of yourself and then just to let it go so low, like it's so hard to get out of. And it, it truly, truly is. And I told myself I never, ever want to get myself like that ever again. Because to me, looking back, it, it makes me feel like, you know, is I'm, I was like looking for someone to feel sorry for my, for me. And I hated it. Yeah. You know, I hate that, that I, I did that, you know? Um, because the, the only person that can really get you out of a certain situation that you're in is yourself. And if you don't have your own motivation to become better, nobody else can do that for you. And it's just, it felt so lonely and it, it was awful. So I was like, I don't want to have another summer or another year of my life wasted on just being upset and sorry for myself. So I told myself, you know, this is, if you're going to, if you're going to seriously compete and if you're going to do this, you know, you need to have a better relationship with yourself. And when life goes south at the same time, you know, you can't take it out on food. You can't not go to the gym or anything like that because you, I know I love it. And you know, you just need to take control of your emotions too, for one. And, um, so I did that and that's kind of what has kept me also motivated is cause I'm like, I never want to go back to that place again. So, um, I guess when you hit rock bottom, you like, you really try to stay away from it. So. Wow. Um, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I mean, I know <laughs> a lot of us can relate. I can definitely relate to a time that I went through, um, a rock bottom, you know, low, definitely. Mm -hmm. But it seems like, you know, you truly believe in everything that you're saying. And, you know, um, you've done such a better job at continuing to keep balance in your life. 
And um, I know a lot of us have a hard time doing that. And there's so many of us listening today that would love to compete and they mm-hmm. haven't, they haven't done it yet. And th- they hear all these stories and sometimes they doubt whether or not that they can, pe- they can, can do it in the first place. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you. Do you think that you can still live your everyday life and compete or do you feel like competing completely changes your life and you can't have a normal life competing? Um, that's a tough question. Um, I believe, I believe you can, I believe you can compete and have a normal life. Um, because it's, it's, it's about your mindset. Um, and your thinking, you know, um, if you're thinking that, you know, this is super hard and something, something, then yeah, it's going to be hard, you know, because you're constantly focusing on the negative aspect of whatever you're doing. I mean, that could be, I mean, it's funny that some people look at this lifestyle as so impossible when there are tons of other people that are, you know, in school to be a doctor, you know, that are going to school to be doctors and yet they're also doing this lifestyle too, you know, um, because you don't know how other people handle it. It just automatically makes you think like, Oh, it's, you know, you prep or you don't, or you stay super strict or you just don't, you know, it's truly just a mindset because also with the fact that the industry is booming so much and there's more education and knowledge behind prepping for certain shows and, um, you know, for, um, new things like if it fits your macros, you know, there's a lot of competitors that actually crazy, like, you know, they can eat, they eat whatever. And cause they fit it in their macros. Um, it's, you know, it just, it just depends on how you look at it. It really is. You know, I mean, do I think it's hard? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you have to be a little bit more dedicated in your lifts. You know, you can't just go to go and just, you know, mess around and be like, okay, I'm done. You know, like, you need to sculpt your body a certain way. So yeah, your lifts are going to be longer. Your cardio may be longer. You know, you got to drink a little bit more water here and there. Um, but on the other hand, do I think, you know, some people should honestly be doing the type of stuff that, you know, um, competitors do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do I think everybody should be drinking a certain amount of water? Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, as far as, you know, the fact there's, you know, one of the top biggest things in the world is obesity, you know, and it's, it's sad, but it's, it's true. You know, some people don't have control, but they need to learn that control to be healthy, to, you know, live their lives, to, you know, you know, um, take care of their family and their kids. Um, does it have to be as intense? No, you know, um, especially when you maintain your body year round, because it, and, it, and it doesn't have to be as hard, you know, for the first few times in your preps and things like that. Yeah, it's going to be hard because it's for the first time. But as I've grown as an athlete, you know, I feel like going to the gym is so much easier because I know what I'm doing. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing brand new. Um, also, because um, I've been able to um, maintain enough and you know, figure out different things to get me excited to go to the gym versus like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Um, but it truly can be for everybody. It really, really can. It just, it depends on their own personal discipline. Really. That's really it. I feel like this past year has been for me that test of, can I go enjoy myself and go to a concert with my boyfriend? Yes, absolutely. And I did. Can I go out for a weekend to San Antonio with some friends? Yes, absolutely, because I did it. Um, Can I go out for Cinco de Mayo um, with friends? And if they go to a Mexican restaurant to have margaritas, you know, like, what are you going to do? How do I do that? How do I partake in that event? Yes, you can absolutely do it. I did it. Um, You know, I'm not going to I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, because I did it, you can too. But I mean, there's people out there that are, you know, doctors. There are people out there that have crazy, hectic schedules, but they still manage to put their health and to put whatever they're passionate about first. And to me right there, that shows that anybody can do it. 
like, I mean, I know a girl that I turned pro with, um, her name's Donna and she, um, was a resident, um, and now like, you know, still going to the gym, things like that. And, you know, she's going to be a plastic surgeon. Like that's, that's like a true role model. And that is like goals right there to me. So if she can do it, I mean, shoot, I feel like everybody can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you touched on so many things. I definitely think that, you know, I agree with you. I definitely feel as though, you can compete um, and you can live this lifestyle and live your everyday life. Like you said, like it's going to be tough. Of course, it's going to be tough. You're not going to just, you know, begin and then everything's going to be, you know, super easy. But as you as you grow, like you have, you know, you have seven years in, in, you know, in practicing, you've practiced for seven years now, you're able to, um, you know, make this part of your lifestyle and make that, like you said, the priority of whatever your goal is, whatever your mission in life is, you're able to make that a priority and then kind of fill everything else in around that number one priority. So I want to thank you so much for all of your tips for you sharing (laughs) that beautiful story with us um, about your loved one that you lost. Um, It just seems like you've been through so much and, and um, competing has done so much for you, has made you become this beautiful, strong human being. And now, you know, you have this wonderful job where you're a coach to so many girls. And I think there's so much to, um, you know, to be said about that. Um, and I would love for you to give us a tip, like if you could give anyone wanting to get their professional, um, pro card in the sport, like what advice would you give someone wanting to become a pro? Like what advice would you give them? Um, (laughs) that's tough. That's so tough. Um, I would say my biggest tip is happiness. Um, you know, stress does not help, you know, it doesn't help your body, obviously, you know, um, uh, I don't want to say we all know that, but, um, you know, stress is a hormone, you know, it really affects your body and what you're doing. Um, and when you're not happy prepping or when you're forcing yourself to, you know, prep or do something that you don't want to do because you're not really in it, that's going to affect your physique. It's going to, it's going to affect how you perform in the gym. It's going to affect, you know, if you're going to stay a hundred percent on your, on your diet, you know, it's, going to affect how you treat others around you, loved ones, boyfriends, um, girlfriends, you know, things like that, whatever. Um, it's, you know, you, you gotta be happy. You gotta be happy with what you're doing and you gotta stay positive. You know, you can't, um, focus on negative stuff and you can't hold on to it, you know, just because it's going to, it's going to bring you down. Um, you gotta stay calm, you know, when one thing doesn't go your way, like just relax. Um, it's going to be okay. And, um, you know, I've just known that, you know, um, when you're more just trying to look on the bright side of things and things like that, once show day hits or, you know, when you keep stepping on that stage with full on 110% happiness, like it's going to show in your smile and the judges are going to see that. And, you know, sadly, like that's, you know, important because the judges want to see you smile. They want to, see you're actually happy to be there and not just like, okay, I'm here. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, um, they want to, they want to see, they want to see a big smile on your face. They want to see that confidence. And when you're happy, that confidence is just gonna just happen like on its own and it's not even going to be forced. So, um, just being happy, you know, being happy where you're at in life and trusting, uh, trusting the process and, you know, keeping faith. That's, that's my tip. (laughs) Love it. I'm like still smiling. I'm just so ah! <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So we wanted to find more of you because I'm already in love with you. But if I wanted to <laughs> stalk you every day, where would I go to find you? <laughs> um, so my Instagram is Tiana Ray. Um, so I believe I don't have my last name on there just because it's so long. And nobody ever says it right anyway. So I just kind of, you know, eventually people will get it. Um, but uh, my Instagram name is, uh, it's all in lowercase. Um, and it's Tiana Ray 
So it's T-I-A-N-N-A-A. Perfect. So I'll make sure yeah. I have all of this in the description so that we can go and follow you. Definitely. Perfect. Thank you awesome. so much. And I'm going to conclude welcome. this episode. All right. I'm excited. Thank you so much. It was, it was so much fun. If you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And always remember to never give up on your dreams.